Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're episode 163 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, who's running around in the jungle with me tonight. Richard, get me the hell off this island, Samson. <laughs> and Cody, swamp born of the house, Laveau, professional rhino wrangler, warden of the Riverlands, bender of limbs, winter soldier, gentleman, adventurer, former handsomest man breaker of hearts, treasure hunter, friend to every single animal, unless they're in Tomb Raider. And father of Grovers, yes, it's the one and only, the Cajun Crippler, the Acadian Nightmare, the Crescent City Saint, the once and future king of podcasting, <laughs> Cody LeBeau. All right. And where can people find you at, Cody? Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel. Uh, just search for Cody Laveau. I'm now the only one that is famous <laughs> at all. We finally pushed the Nazi out of there. I'm very, very proud of that. He changed his name, or he changed his name. I actually threatened that, uh, or threatened. I challenged that guy to a fight, like an actual MMA fight, in which the winner got to keep our uh, name, and then he just changed his. Because <laughs> he's like a 40-year-old Nazi with, like, with, with like dreadlocks, and, uh, and I guess he didn't, he didn't want none. So uh, I'm now the one and only Cody Laveau. If you search Cody Laveau, it still pops up, but his channel has nothing there. Yeah, exactly. He pulled all of it. It's it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I feel like I've really made a change. You know, I, I if if there's one legacy that I'm going to leave on this earth, it's that I made a Nazi feel bad about himself. And really all of us should should strive for that. <laughs> oh, I always forget about that, but it comes up every time you have you on about that guy. <laughs> it's kind of hard to follow up to that <laughs> intro there. Larger than life, man. That's why he goes last. <laughs> exactly. well, and I, I didn't even mention last. my YouTube channel yet. Oh, Richard, oh, where can people God. find you at? Well, you can find me on YouTube. I have a channel of Rich Kale. And I also have a bunch of fix up on sites like fanfiction.net, Archive of Our Own, even up on Comic Vine. Usually a variety of either Rich Skits Kale or my own full name, which, and you can find it. I've been writing stuff for God decades now <laughs> god we're entering three uh, we're in the middle of three decades of that it's a long time we're yes, all yes. getting older man it's <laughs> so weird we are all here to talk about uh, tomb raider 2013 which the only way for me to really call it because it has to say it's just called tomb raider so i keep adding 2013 yeah. a lot of people do <laughs> yeah you kind of have to when they you know take the same name and just where you use the same name all over Which again. Which I'm, I'm really not fond of that trope where like a remake or a sequel is the same name as the movie or as the movie or the aura or, or the game. Very, very much the Rambo effect because Lara Croft is pretty much just Rambo uh, with 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 only a sl with, with only a very slightly nicer butt. But there was First Blood, and then there was like Rambo First Blood Part Two, and then yes. there was Rambo Three, and then there was Rambo. Yeah. So, like, Rambo was the fourth movie, but it's called Rambo, which is like a remake of the first movie, which everybody just calls Rambo. Anyway, EBAS, this is Tomb Raider 2013. <sighs> yeah, you're not wrong, because when I search Rambo, the first thing that comes up is a 2008 film. Yeah. yeah. Even no, though you're again. thinking of First Blood, somebody talks some sense into this Vietnam vet. The guy uh, throws a rock at a helicopter, and it explodes. The one from the 80s, where he only kills one guy. The it's... best of the Rambos. Yeah, well, oh, then there's also Ramble Last Blood, apparently, which I didn't yeah. even know existed. I've heard it is terrible, but I really want to see it. 
Well, if, I mean, you're going on about this. This then this is technically the third game to have just Tomb Raider in the title. Really? Because Tomb Raider came out in like the 1995-96 timeline area, but <laughs> a Game Boy Color release called Tomb Raider came out. Oh, okay. So this makes this the third Tomb Raider game. Tomb Raider called Tomb Raider, which is really like the what sixth, eighth, fifteenth Tomb is, Raider. This is uh, if you just go by the main ones that were re- the main console computer series. This is the tenth game in the in yeah. the whole franchise wow. of the main stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of Tomb Raiders, and I I tried to reach out to a friend to give me more expertise on this, but she just disappeared from the internet. Huh. So um, uh, the number one Tomb Raider, the super fan. Uh, Ashley, she was in Laser Time. I'm I'm uh, sure you used to see her. So shout out to her if she's listening to this. Reach out for everything that we inevitably get wrong with this. <laughs> but I mean, there I mean there must have been at least what twenty of these games that have come out with all of the spinoffs and stuff, right? There's a lot. There's a lot. There's they haven't a lot done anything. I think you're you are close to that number. I mean, there's those. I know there were a few that were quote on the handheld systems. Yeah, I know. I know that there was uh, there was like a top down one where like she teamed up with like oh Guardian of the Light. There it is. That's a good game. And Temple of Osiris. Yeah, that's I've seen people play that one. I've I've heard very good things about it, but it's like one of the ones that is just forgotten. Yeah, yeah. And there's a few mobile ones too, of course, because you know why not? There's mobile versions of everything. I have a tumor. I know I have two. I had tumor. I have two. I might still have it on the on my Amazon Fire tablet. Tomb Raider Go, completely full. Everything's available in it. And as all of us know, mobile games don't count because God doesn't watch mobile phones, or at least priced. I really hope that he doesn't. <laughs> for for my sake, I really need him not to. <laughs> Uh, so this game, the one that we're talking about today, was made by Crystal Dynamics, published by Square Enix, which is a reboot of the series. Which is the second reboot. Yeah, because all Tomb Raider Legend Anniversary you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Okay, but this is much a much different Laura Croft than what you had in the previous series. Like, I mean, one they beat the shit out of her in this game, dude. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, it it starts off with just her not even she's not the Tomb Raider that we know. She's not this fighter or you know soldier or survivor or anything she's just a girl who's an archaeologist on a ship with her friends trying to find a lost city and then the ship crashes and then everything goes to hell real fast like this game shows you right off the bat the first time you see her after the crash she wakes up tied up hung up upside down wrapped up in some weird i don't know what the hell it is and that's the first thing you see (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's pretty fucked up it's it, yeah. I I would imagine was there is there a little bit of controversy when this first came out? Like, did people have some problems with this? At least with like the, the trailers or something? Because I feel like without context, looking at this game from the outside in uh, might make you a little bit uncomfortable. Especially what eight nine nine years ago when this yeah, came I'm, out. I'm I'm sure it did. There, I'm sure I think there was some, and there's even in the, in some of the Tomb Raider fans out there. They do have a dislike for the survivor timeline, as I found it's called. Okay. Because it's not the Tomb Raider concept of old, but there was some conflict. I think there was some conflict because they trimmed down uh, some of Laura's measurements. (laughs) How dare they? 
I'm glad that she's more realistic in this. Like I, I personally like that. I also think it's interesting how the first, like the first time you get control of her, the first thing she does after you are tied up and get free, she ends up getting stabbed in the side by a pipe. Yeah. Which, which I, I even put in my notes. There's no way she doesn't have like tetanus by the end of this. Cause like that, or, or either that, or she heals like a space alien because yeah, she gets like really, really roughed up. I mean, that I'm not a uh, I'm not a doctor anymore. They pull my license, but um, I'm pretty sure that like that's where something Im- important is. That's like a pancreas or like gallbladder. It's like right underneath her left kidney. So whatever is down there, hopefully, isn't like a thing because it goes all the way through her. Like it it is impaled, and that's in like the first minute and a half of yeah, this game. Like, it looks gnarly. It could be that it just uh, the was one of those lucky punches. I, yeah, where if it you, just passes right through. I guess if you look, it just it just great. It hits the side, but it doesn't go too deep into there. But still, like, but she I mean, doesn't it, have love handles like me. That didn't go through <laughs> fat. That went through organs. This girl has organs, and they just unless it like like serpentined its way through her duodenum and her. Uh, large in, in like intestine and it just sort of uh pushed the pancreas out of the way to just poke <laughs> back through there's no way she doesn't have some mm. sort of sepsis by the time this game ends she better be getting a hypnosis shot when this is over with now on on a previous note i will say that i am also very much fond of the classic laura or La- is it laura or laura because they because they say both in this game lara because i feel like it's supposed to be lara but like i've always pronounced like, it as laura right Same. Okay, but like, but like, her best friend says Laura, and the two Scottish guys say Laura. But like, the big guy, uh, Hawaiian Samoan guy, calls her Lara. So I, that's, but either way, personally, I like the vintage version of Miss Croft with just the two giant, honking, just big pistols that she fires. You know, you need one for each hand, and this game only had one, so I was a little bit. Was a little bit disappointed there, but just well, like, they fix that up. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> just everything she goes through. Like, I mean, if I, if I took that hole in my side, I can tell you right now, I wouldn't be climbing no plane. You know, a few minutes later, I'd be done. <laughs> I'd just be, I'm dead now. Yeah, uh, you. Yeah, much. Well, like, yeah. and she submerges it in water. So, like, <laughs> ver- like water, I mean, right? no, there, there, there is some moments where that is just straight up ass water that she is. <laughs> dropping herself into never mind toward towards the end minor spoiler there's a giant pool of blood question mark bloody it's it's red yeah Uh, that is begging for just hepatitis like (laughs) definitely Uh, no, just everything she she goes through so much on this so what it is they crash on this island that they're looking for the lost city of himiko i think it was looking for himiko yeah Uh, i forget the name of it that sounds right yeah. He, I know Himiko is the sun goddess. That they're, or, mm-hmm. Oh, what no, is no, it? No, no, yeah. you're right. Himiko is the sun goddess. I think. Not Himiko. Yamatai. Yamatai, yeah, you're right. There, 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 there it is. I really which almost is... said Kayantai, which was the group from the 90s, if you're if you're a fan <laughs> of wrestling. But so I was close. I wasn't too far. But Hamat, wait, wait, what's what's the name of that again? Yamatai. Yamatai. I, 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 I yeah. actually looked it up. It This is, it's an actual legend. All right. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I like when they, like, put real life things in into this lore. That's that's pretty awesome. I do too. I, I love 
having any type of re- real life myth or you know something like the lost city of atlantis but other ones that aren't as well known it always makes me happy to see that in a game oh yeah yeah because 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 it makes you feel like you're learning, which I always <laughs> like that. And it's just like I just couldn't believe how brutal like it is to her. Just like she falls constantly early on in the cutscene and just gets her ass just beat up. Like when you get your when you get the bow for the first time, your first weapon, she drops from a tree to get the bow. Hugging a dead body, which I do love after <laughs> she first does that. She then like pops up and like jumps back like 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 uh she's afraid that he's that he's gonna be mad that he <laughs> that the corpse is knocked from a tree. That was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh God. And so many, so many dead people on this island. Yeah, I do. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of skeletons and just, and yeah. just like meaty boys that are laying around. Yeah. So this island is supposed to be off the coast of Japan somewhere. And it's supposed to be kind of like the Bermuda triangle type idea where any ship or any plane that enters this area is crashed. Right. Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, nothing can't like, a lot of things can go in, nothing can come out. Yeah, so that's where all these people are coming yeah. from that you see throughout this. Like, in the first part, when she was tied up, she was caught by somebody who I think was trying to sacrifice her, who wasn't part of the same group that you run into later. I don't oh, I didn't, even, yeah. I didn't even catch that. Okay. Because he's not, he doesn't look like one of Matthias's men. He looks like some kind of a different type of cultist that is doing something else on the beach. Okay. I think the area was called the Smuggler's Cave. Yeah, I think you're right, but it just, he didn't, he, his outfit is different. He's not wearing like the type of coat. He's wearing more tribal type clothing. Okay. I would say he looks he's more like, native. okay. Yeah. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying the right way to say it, but yeah, he just, he, he doesn't look the same like the Russians do. He looks much more like he's been on this Island for a long time and completely more deranged than they are in a yeah. sense. Cause he's like, I'm going to help you. It's like, you just tied her up and put her upside down to, to whatever the hell you were doing. Like you ain't helping. Yeah. Oh, he's also the one that knocked yeah. her out with a rock. When he first sees yeah. her, when she lands on on the island, yeah. And then, like this game, also teaches you to hunt animals, which you don't really need to do ever. I only did it once or twice because I felt like it. Yeah, I wish there was more of that. Like I thought at the very beginning of this game, there was going to be more of a survival mechanic to it because it's like, oh, here's a thing where like we're like where like your goal is find food and like find a place to get out of the storm and then use the bow to like skin an animal and then it just never comes up again. Well. You do have to gather re- some resources that some of the resources you need to build up the equipment. Yeah, I mean, uh, there is the bone collector perk that that lets you get um, what you call it, uh, the scaven or the, the scrap or whatever. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I feel like the second game, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like Rise of the Tomb Raider had more emphasis on on the hunting aspect of it than uh than this game did or am i not re- recalling that correctly well i'm i know i'm working on that one right now but i never played uh, it it was it it's, was really good i i like that like most of it was cold which i really like that element to it not survival but it was more of like a metroidvania than this was even where like we're like you would keep getting new gear and then you would circle back around and then you could open new parts of it so, yeah. so the map was smaller, but like it kept opening up based on the gear that you had. So I, th- I, I recall liking that one a lot more than I liked this one, and I, and I did really like this one. Yeah, and but it, it does. You do need more variety in the in the stuff to advance your gear. I'm yeah learning that right now. I'm yeah. playing that one as well. I look forward to playing that one at some point. I have yeah. never. Play. I actually only reason the main reason why this ended up all on the show is because Epic had all three for free for a week. Yeah, I remember that back in the day. Yeah. That was like a few years ago, right? No, they just did it last Christmas. 
Yeah. Oh, really? I did it again, and I grabbed all three finally. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> it's time to play them all. <laughs> I only own this one. I had actually never bought Rise of the Tomb Raider for some reason. I just never got around to it. Hmm. But like this game, you do get salvage a lot. You get salvage from crates. You get salvage from enemies that you kill. You get if you kill animals, you get salvage from them, which you use to upgrade your weapon. Yeah. Which plays a big part in it. Plus, you get experience, which then you can use to level up to get new skills, which I didn't really do that much. But yeah, I feel like they're I surprised. Yeah, I feel like about half of the skills um, you could do without. Like, I feel like there were like four or five different kind of nails and about 38 different kinds of hammer, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, a a lot of the close combat stuff is really rad, but you kind of don't need it. No, I. But and there's a ton of close close combat. There's like like one third is almost completely close combat. But if you're good with that bow and your bow is powered up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's, tip that's one and thing stuff. I was having fun with. It's like bing, headshot. Okay. Oh, that the bow in this game is incredible. Like just yeah. the, especially as you upgrade as the game progresses. But there's something because it's not that hard to take out people. That I was playing on easy, of course, but. It's yeah. not that hard to take people out, like, and it's it's awesome. Like, you just wipe out people with this bow, and as long as you're not doing it in front of the others, they're not going to notice what you're up to. <laughs> so, is it me or uh, okay? So, this is a thing that I would do a lot during this game: is you climb up the side of a mountain, and then you hear like two guys talking, and one of them will go, "Hey, uh, Matthias said that we're going to the big worship later." And then, and then the other guy go, "Hey, it's crazy. There's Onis up there, and I don't like them." And they go, "Well, we have to go anyway." And then you would like murder them with the bow once they turned away from each other. <laughs> and then you would pull one guy off of the mountain, and then his friend would go, "What the hell?" And then you would murder him too. And then there would be three more guys off by a campfire, so you would like sneak around, murder them, finish the one guy uh, last using like say a shotgun. And then you would look around and there's like all these explosive barrels and there's like something that you can like pull and like and like rocks will fall on. And you're like, oh, I was probably supposed to use all all, all this. Not often. I? Barrels are like, a lot, but there are other traps, but they're yeah. not a ton of traps. I feel like I did that like half a dozen times where like I looked around. I'm like, oh, I feel like you were supposed to. I was supposed to be having fun with this and not <laughs> just and not just be Rambo. But apparently I am. I mean. The game is easier if you play it stealth and I think more fun. Like I would try to because she can if you're on anything but easy, even on easy, she can die fast if you get caught. Oh, God. And and canonically, it makes more sense because she's not a soldier, but she has clearly some sort of a background shooting that bow. So it makes sense why she's small. She's wearing kind of earth tone colors anyway. She's covered in mud. She could hide out. She could murder dudes, (laughs) but she wouldn't exact. I mean, who amongst us? can take a shotgun blast straight to the chest. So I, I kind of like that that makes sense. I feel None like they could have emphasized it a bit more, but yeah, I think in my in in in, in my own head canon, it made a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. Because well, one of the guys on the ship, or I think it's Roth, is like her, was the guy that was like her trainer and stuff that taught her what she knows and helped her get into shape, so that's why she's able to do what she can do. Mm-hmm. He's uh, from what I've ga- gathered from the lore. He is a fr- He was a friend of her father's. Okay. Yeah. And after her mother passed away, he was he was uh, and because of all the expeditions, uh, in some ways, he was like a second father to her. He did kind of talk about that just before he died. I'm sure there was. So- oh, I mean, I mean, assuming that you're playing this game, you either yeah. But 
He did. He did. I. I just realized I'm just spoiling the shit out. Of That's fine. I don't matter. No, he does kind of mention that just before the before he died when that whole thing about like you're you're a Croft. I should have taken care of you better or whatever. And then I realized I probably should have read some of that stuff that I found right because <laughs> they because this would probably hit a lot harder if I had bothered to actually read any of the notes that I picked up. I went through every note and I swear I. This was the first time I was playing this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm more familiar with the older games, and every note I found, I'm like, "This is this is interesting. This is part." I mean, like one of the first notes I found of Matthias was like, "Is he the bad guy here? He's sounding a little bit sane here of how to survive." Mm-hmm. And then, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, fair. And every every bit of information you get more of the story of the island revealed you got more of who all has come to this island which we should get to a little bit later (laughs) right which 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 i do love the the aspect of that of like all these different people that had clearly been on this island even though i did not read any of the notes uh (laughs) just from the artifacts that were left and like uh like uh uh just the beach with all of the ships on it where there's like a where there's like a man of war from like the 1600s that 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 was most likely like one of like Marco Polo's ships going or around there, like um, based on how how old the ship was. There's the there's the big battleship oh, yeah. from 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 World War Two. There's like all these different ships from various yeah. like there. And I and I love that it kind of told that story without having to directly tell that story for somebody like me that, you know, I really wasn't wanting to sit around and read all of this. I still kind of got what was going on. You can absorb everything in the game as the game is happening is what, I mean, yes, there's other stuff in there, but like, I mean, you find out pretty quickly as the game progresses, as she runs through these different areas that all world war two bases are here. Like you find that. I mean, she kind of says it. I got real happy when I saw that because one, I'm a history buff and, Again, the Japanese, the Germans, everybody was making bases everywhere. So completely believable that the Japanese made a base in this island and then they couldn't leave. And nobody, yeah. I mean, which is also the truth when it comes to World War II, nobody cleaned up anything when they left. They just said, yeah. oh, yeah, we'll leave this here. I mean, there's yeah. still, I think the bases that Hitler made in, I think it's Norway or somewhere up in the northern coast to protect Germany because they tricked him. He built all these bunkers that never got used that are still there <laughs> to this day. Yeah. I want to go see them. But like, so, I mean, to me, it made me really happy to see all this World War Two stuff that's just sitting there because, well, that, it's just yeah. sitting in reality, too. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. Nobody's like, oh, we're going to tear this down. No, we're just going to leave it there. We're t- <laughs> I mean, my only my only question is, if they got shipwrecked on this island, how the hell did they have all these supplies there already? My guess is they didn't get shipwrecked. They were able to make it to the island, but then they weren't able to when they tried to leave. Yeah, but again, still. They built a lot. There was yeah. a lot of concrete going on to this island. And they, World War II. Uh, they built this with cranes. There was no way they didn't build this without without cranes to build all those lifts and all that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you do it as just a little bit of, yeah, I mean, you you know, you just kind of, it, 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 it makes it a lot more cool if you don't think about it too hard. It didn't, yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about. I didn't, like, to me, I guess I also saw it because they were the Japanese, that maybe they had somebody on the ship that was somehow related to Himiko, so they were protected at first until they tried to leave. You know, I, one one thing that I kind of wish they had done in that same vein is the is the samurai, the cult, the the wind guardians had been the there. Well, yeah, were were thing, all of yeah. them like Oni? Oh, was that ever explained with the notes? Like, were they people uh, that got turned, or were they just always 
like demons. It was Himiko's guards. Right. I caught because that. Because she could not trans she was stuck in the the body and we're going way into the, the <laughs> lore here. <laughs> no, please do. Uh, because uh she was trapped in that body and her general well he committed ritual suicide because of his failure. I saw that part, yeah. But the others just because her spirit was bound there, they were bound to her spirit to protect. And they call them Oni because, well, that's Japanese demon. for demon. Yeah, The Oni were the big guys. The other guys, I guess, are just remnants of the ancient army that protects Himiko. See, and, okay, one thing, if I if I could have changed any of this story, using the same elements that they kind of did anyway, is I kind of wish that um, in the same way that those guys were being artificially kept alive by her magic. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wish the crews of like all the people that have that, that had ever been stuck on this island had formed like different gangs that were just living forever throughout this entire like does that does that make any sense like you show up and it's like the it's it's like the Marco Polo guys from like the 1500s and then and then there's and then there's like some some like say with Chinese pirates from the from the 1500s, and then after that, there's uh, there's like a crew of soldiers from World War II that, and but all of them are being kept alive, and they're all trying to bring the Sun Queen back for their own like like benefit. So like each time you save Sam from one of those, another one manages to get her hands on her. So as you're going through, you're seeing these moments both sort of caught in their own time based on what they have there. But then also, does that, does that make any sense? Well, that would mean that they all realize how she's been staying quote, which, alive which, and young which as Matthias does. Matthias so figured it out. Nobody right. else has. Well, uh, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like it would have been interesting to me is if like everybody kind of knew what was up and they were all trying to, trying to get her back for their own benefit of, of their team. Because if you if if you can keep one group of soldiers alive from the whenever the the twelve hundreds, then it <laughs> seems like you could do that with like three or four other different gangs. Because you 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 already kind of went half in with all of the things that were built by these various people. Why not just I don't know? I, 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 that was mean, not, yeah, I, I just thought that would that that would be cool. That's yeah, you know, that's to have different generations. That could have been, yeah, been yeah, but I mean, I it. think one of the things they run with is. The soldiers are keeping her safe. Right. And they're they also, don't, they're they cursed. don't know who's, yeah, yeah they're cursed, cursed but they yeah. don't know anyone who's going, they are doing their job of protecting her, but they aren't aware. Only, oh. hi, only her general, the one who committed suicide, he knew the truth. He was the only one who knew the truth. None of them knew. Like, well, in the same way that Matthias knew why he was doing it, but none of his soldiers did, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also he sort of told them what to do and said, well, trust me, and all of them did because they're super loyal followers. I mean, with Matthias, it was a lot of, which I was wondering, because I was wondering if they're all from the same wreck or just different wrecks that showed up and he would just find, get new people. I think they were all from different wrecks. Yeah. Because, okay. uh, because I do remember there was like a thing where like uh, in the pool of blood in the monastery or the, or the base or whatever that yeah. Laura falls down to. It's like that's when they find somebody new, they throw them in 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 that pit for weeks and they make them fight their way out. And then they become part of his crew, which would imply that there's new people constantly coming in that they're throwing in the pit. Yeah. Yeah. They're terror. I mean, 
everybody here is terrible. Yes. I mean, they put because I mean, because one thing when when you land or when you crash your ship, you have a multiple a group of people that are with you, like maybe six, seven people. Almost none of them come out of this game alive. Like yeah. three do. Yeah. I mean, and everybody gets captured. You get captured multiple times. Like early on, you get yeah. captured and like they they tie her up because you're the professor that's with you kind of betrays you <laughs> multiple times yeah. in this game. Oh yeah. Yeah. The smarmiest guy on the crew that might as well have been wearing a sign saying, I can't be trusted. Turns out <laughs> he can't be trusted. Yeah, no, he's bad news. Yeah, I, I was I was very happy when he got yeah, he, he completely was, cut up. He was the only character I really remembered from this game. I had forgotten almost this entire game before we played it for the show. Like, I just had no memory of it. Other than I, I remember he was bad. I'm like, I remember he turns on us at some point. Well, I mean, just look at him. He is he is your definition of just a of just a uh, chicken shit bad guy. Like he is he is the the poster child for that. He is he's going to betray. Yeah, he is in it for himself. He's also stupid. Oh yeah. Like, well, then again, I can't say fully for himself because I think he was the one note said he was getting divorced. And he's urging his wife not to divorce him yet, because if you do, you'll get nothing, because I have everything invested in this project. And it's all going to work out, wait trust until me. afterwards, it'll work out. We'll both be <laughs> we'll both be well set. So, Which I'm sure is totally why she was leaving him. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. I'm sure it had nothing to do with, with you are the kind of person who would, who would mortgage your house to go chase for a mythical city in the middle of the South Pacific. Or <laughs> island, yeah. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't later, work. Well. Yeah. yeah. And when his later notes show, I've got to make sure I'm the only one who survives. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, he said that? I have to make That's sure I'm the only one? Some of his notes, yes. What is his I deal? Mean, <laughs> why, I mean, he's already was planning to take all the credit and leave Laura out of it. Yeah, he's, and he definitely he wanted to be the star. Her, so. of course, now that complicates things. I mean, he was going to try and manipulate this cult. He was going to let Sam get killed because he figured it was all part of he didn't think anything of that and he could go home and come back and get all these people freed and reformed yeah he's the only survivor can... so he's willing to kill all the other ones great a douchebag yes yep and I, he got played in the end <laughs> and and of course his his undoing uh he 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 died like so many anthropologists prior to him by being condescending to the natives <laughs> yes yes beautiful way for a guy like that to go out they cut him up if they if if they do not understand what you're saying because they don't speak your language say it louder and slower i come in peace here is your queen and then just be totally shocked when they when they carve you up like like you're a super bowl turducken all right R.I.P. John Madden. I think that's part of was was Matthias just giving him the right word to say so they know, okay, we kill you now. <laughs> oh, right. Murder. That's that's the murder word. And also, I do bring that up because uh, uh, just to date ourselves, I am literally watching the Super Bowl right now as we re record this. So you can know exactly where I was when, when I talked about... <laughs> John Madden and uh, what 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 did I say a duck uh, in a turkey in a yes. pig or whatever he invented. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, there's five minutes left, and the Bengals are up uh, 22 6 16. Go sports. <laughs> oh, that's a good game. I was watching part of it before we started recording. Yeah, was, I've only was, ever worried about the Super Bowl when it, affect, it, it had an impact on my own life, as in. If the guy coming in to replace me for the on the overnight shift has a game and the game is running over, he stay until it's over, even <laughs> though, which is not something you want to hear when it's eleven o'clock at night. No. There was a there was a very good rap concert, and it seems like there's some pretty some uh, like some pretty decent football on uh, either side of it because I'm very much half watching it. But excellent, excellent Snoop slash Dre concert. <laughs> Rest of it is just really muddy. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, like, just, and this is also where, she, you know, in this game, as you're playing it, you have to do her first time ever killing anybody, too, which, again, yeah. they make it more dramatic for her. She's not like, oh, I killed some people. The guy that she's talking to, who obviously is a murderer, too, who, yeah. you know, he's a soldier, so maybe I shouldn't say murder, but he's a soldier. He's killed people. He's like, yeah, it's not easy. Like, I, I like that they don't just, I mean, she kills hundreds more people as this game progresses. She gets used to it real, real quick, though. But I guess you don't you don't have a choice in the situation. You're not like you can no, talk to of them. course not. I'm not throwing <laughs> no. any any judgment whatsoever. But dude, she again, she is Rambo by the end of this, both in bow and in body count. Mm. Uh, so you kill so many people in this game. It is so fun. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't realize. I think they're all almost everyone you kill is Russian too. Like because most of the five men are all Russian, and none of them have Russian accents. <laughs> but his two biggest hitchmen are named. Anybody want to guess? Sergio. Wait, wait. What was it? Uh, uh, Sergey and Ivan. Uh, Dimitri. Which, oh. <laughs> if you if you wanted to pull names out of the Ru- out of the Russian henchman like han- handbook, if you were to write that down, your English lit. 101. I mean, come on. Sergey and fucking. I've heard uh, Dimitri so many times. Sergey, I don't hear that much. The only I time think. I can really put, pick up on Sergey, I think, was in two, was in uh, Resident Evil 3. Yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's used by tons. That is, that is your Russian henchman name. <laughs> He's not wrong. Also, this your, game loves to. Like I feel like it did a very good job with fire. Use fire all the time to light things on fire, to burn them, to get through, to mm-hmm. make explosions when you're in a mine at one point. Like it does a very good job of incorporating fire into this yeah. game, into survival. Yes, I, I I really wish there had been like a really like a better fire based like puzzle, which I feel like the second one did. Again, I might be not remembering this very well, but. Where it's like where it's like you're trying to take a flame from one side of a tomb to the other, and there's like a bunch of waterfalls, and you're trying to figure out, and you're like, and you're like, light a torch, yours will go out, and you light it off the torch you just lit. You're trying to get it all the way up or something like that. But yeah, I love yeah the yeah, fire based stuff here was really really fun though. Yeah, they did that. I mean, I saw that they threw they there were very good challenges in this game if you took the time to do them. Which I'm sure Mike didn't. I didn't. Do, I did one of the optional tombs. Oh my God, Mike! The I game tried. is called Tomb Raider, and you raided one tomb. I did try a few of them. I found a couple, and I couldn't figure out the puzzles. Okay, so I guess I I I I guess you saw it, and then 
And like then you said, well, I guess it's not called Tombs Raider. <laughs> so I did one, and that's uh, I and I did try. I wanted to do Actually, more, but <laughs> I needed to look up how to do them when I did them, and I didn't. I play so many games where I use a guide. This was one game where I really wasn't using a guide. I didn't want to. I'm like, I just want to play it. I don't want to look up anything. <laughs> Most of it's just timing. I would say like ninety yeah. percent of your puzzles is just is nice. just hitting the thing at the right time. Well, there was one in a, in a flooded temple, which I liked because it was essentially you were in the World War II camp area. Yeah. And I just and I was moving the the raft around, but then I couldn't figure out what the hell I was supposed to do, and I just didn't understand the concept. I'm I, like, I'm done. I had some trouble with that, and then I actually figured out that the raft is basically you have you had to get the raft right into the right spot so you could keep the power the 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 electrical. Oh, yeah, it would it would like it, yeah, it would like drop into yes. the water. So then you put the raft underneath the big <laughs> lamp or whatever. It lands on that raft, and then you can just. That is so it. damn simple. And I was looking around. I'm mess. I'm like, I don't. And my brain just did not comprehend that. Dude, I nope. did. I was working on that one for an hour, and like, I will be honest. I figured that out by like accident where 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 i would like try to figure out okay can this go here or there is there like a rope here and then and then i just i just cranked that thing up pulled on that rope and then by the time it came down it just landed on it and i went oh 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 yeah of course i totally meant to do that that's totally i'm <laughs> i am very yeah no i i just happened to have the ramp in the right oh, part yeah. at the right time so i think i figured it out in about five minutes but it was pure <laughs> dumb luck yeah, dumb luck helps, and then just like because you're thinking <laughs> this has got to be some complex puzzle to solve. Of like, I'm gonna pull myself across this, and then and then like hop off, and then like pull the raft, and then like go to the other side, and put nope, you just put it underneath the thing, and then drop the thing on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I mean, I I actually got a giggle because like I said, this this is the start of this timeline, and I keep thinking back as one of the people. A lot of people, like I said, the lack of tombs bothered people, like the old school community. Yeah. And I also remember one of the key elements that's always been mentioned in Laura's personal history was surviving an accident, learning the skills that she needed to survive. Right. So here we have actually a game where you see her pre-badass and learning her skills. I'm trying to sense to me. I'm yeah. just trying to survive. I mean, like the yeah. whole first half of this game isn't you trying to do, you know, solve the mystery or stop. You're just trying to get a signal out and get off the island. You don't understand yeah. yet that the island traps everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, but there's that part where she had to climb a radio tower. Fuck oh no, I'd be God. dead. <laughs> I'd just be just dead. I, I'm terrified if of heights. You're, oh, if you're I'm afraid <laughs> of heights. This is not the game for you. Well, it doesn't bother me in a game. I'm not climbing. Yeah, it doesn't bother me in a game. I mean, I, 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 when I was playing, I'm like, oh my, I could not do this in real life. But I, damn, the I can you. tell you, I have, I have climbed something not nearly that high. Um, I do have a fear of heights that I've somewhat gotten over. But back in the day. One of the things that we have to that we had to do back when I was a radio disc jockey is that we would have to climb up the actual radio tower itself to swap out the bulbs, and you would have to turn off the power to it because it would it would like make you sterile or something like that. But <laughs> if you've seen those radio towers, they're about as big around as your desk. They're not they're not these jo- like they're just but they go straight the fuck up. Yeah, like, you look. Them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you'll and you'll. There's uh, there's these two little hooks and you'll go up about six feet and then you'll hook 
and then you'll hook the other one, and then you'll go up another six feet and do the hook and the hook, and you'll go all the way up. And then you get up there and you pull the the bulb, which is the size of your head, out of there, and you're trying to balance that up, and you screw that in, you know, you fix that in, bolt it down. And then as you're climbing back down, that's when it fucks you up because you look back down and the world is an incomprehensible, like, like it is an incomprehensible distance where it doesn't even seem real anymore. And that's when your legs just feel like they don't work because at that point you have to tell your body, we have to go towards it. And your body goes, no, because we, we will die if we go towards it. And this game is the closest I've ever felt to that for the sheer amount of vertigo that that you get from 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 that sensation. And when you actually climb the radio tower in that game, I'm like, I wonder if 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 it'll let me jump off of this. So I did and it did. And I just splatted right against the bottom. So props to you for letting me know what that would have actually felt like. Yeah, no, I'm good. What did you just what? Just what thought, was that? There's actually a video on YouTube of somebody changing a ball atop a 2,000 foot tower. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah, that's kind of what I did. That was the exact same thing. That's no thank you. No, nope. it is terrifying. I did that one time, and I will never do it again. Um, yeah. That's why you hire somebody. I, I, I was yeah, terrified. Yeah, we, we were I, a very I, I cheap was radio. Terrified station. when I was helping my father put awnings up on the on Christmas the house. Day. I and uh, that is like some yeah, spots no, is like you had room. Yeah, it's on, on. We're on top of the garage, and it's a tilt slanted a slant. But I'm like, no, I could never help him no, with that. No, that like heights are not a thing that I like very well. I do, I do have, or I have had to suck it up in the past, but I do not enjoy uh, heights at all. <laughs> um, I mean, I would look. I'd love to look out like from the Empire State Building. Oh, of course, because like you have actual actual security you know, hand railings and stuff. That's, that's fun. Yeah. I've been up to the top of 30 rock and I've looked out over and Hey, there's the, there's the frigging Chrysler building, right? That's, that's really cool. (laughs) No, like that to me was not scary, but what was scary was strapping solar panels to my back and climbing straight up a ladder to a three story house to install solar panels on like a 60 degree pitch roof made out of like terracotta tiles and just having to drill into the side of that, you know, dewy in the morning and just tied off to it. I'm like, no, this is, this is terrifying. I, I absolutely hate heights. Yeah. Like big, big difference. And this game gave me a lot of the latter rather than the, rather than the former. I know. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, even climbing the, when I was doing the cliff climbing and all that, Woo. Oh yeah, zip lines. Have you have you ever done zip lines before? Nope. No, oh, I haven't dude. done it in real life. <laughs> really, really fun. If you if you nope. ever get the chance, um, also terrifying. Make sure to lean back just before the end, or uh, <laughs> or, uh, or 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 your balls will be very upset. <laughs> I'll admit I enjoy doing the zip lining on in the game. <laughs> oh yeah, which is which is which is part of me tying back in that. There's, the speed, there's a lot the speed of speed up, up when you get the the accelerator later. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Finally getting that. It, it yeah, everything changes. Like, <laughs> so much better than just having to worm your way a, a, across that. That was usually my moment to like check my phone or or to like get another <laughs> beer, holding down the button while I was shimmying back across that rope. Until I got the auto thing. That, I mean, that was again. That must be terrifying in real life to do that. I would never. But then again, I'd be. I wouldn't have made it anywhere in this game if I were. I would have been dead. Real I quick. do have to say one thing though. Like back with the tombs. 
Yeah. I remember going in one of the tombs and I, and Laura's like, oh, I hate tombs. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. Yes. I, <laughs> like, that was funny. Audibly snorted. Oh, they, they did some good stuff. I mean, I did want to see all the optional tombs. I just didn't care and I just couldn't get myself to do it. But uh, they were fun. Uh, they got better in the second game, but these these okay. were a lot of fun. I like the windswept one where you had to time out the. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I know yeah. which one you're talking about. I it took me a few a uh, few tries to figure that one out, but I did. <laughs> I mean, another fun. thing, like with this game and the tombs, is it's op. I mean, one they're optional, but two, you if we were, I think we mentioned a little bit, you can fast travel throughout the game. So as you progress through and you stop at these base camps, you can always almost go back to them later on yeah. and go redo it when you have better equipment as you get more equipment as the game progresses. Yeah, yeah, which I really like that. Yeah, I think right. there's only one tomb that you can <laughs> access, and it does. You really do have to come back at a later time. I, and that was the downloaded one, the Adventurer's Tomb. Oh, I didn't, I didn't play that one. Uh, what, what was going on there? Was it, was, was it better than the rest of them? Was it about? It the was same? actually, it was DLC. Right, I saw it, but I just didn't. Buy <laughs> and it. it's actually would be the first tomb you encounter in the game. Okay, huh. but there's certain things in it that you can't get into because you need better equipment. Like you need like the grenade launcher. Oh, okay. okay that's so, kind of cool. Oh, yeah. another part that really like I remember when I played this game back, and I think in 2014, I'm assuming I would have bought off a GameFly sale. When you have to parachute for a little part, I had such a hard time with that part back in the day. And this time I did it first try with no problem. Oh my why. god, those sections. <laughs> I remember like seeing things about I'm like at first I'm like I don't think I'll ever want to play this when I saw like videos of it because just one wrong move and mm-hmm. yeah you're impaled yeah. oh you're dude drowned. I uh, anytime I saw that I, I I actually let myself die the first time just to see what the new grizzly death would be <laughs> I couldn't or or I will I love horror like uh like horror movies. So I think the the nastiest one was, I think, going down the rapids. And it would be like a tree limb would go up through her jaw and pop out the top of her <sighs> head. And then she would, like, grab at it and then die. Like, it was that last little moment of, like, her eyes getting big. Yeah. As that spike was sticking yeah, I, out I of the top of her brain. Times. <laughs> and then just, like, and then just slumps. The one on the rocks, I think, was the lamest, falling off the boat. I never did. Oh, and the one where she's in like throne room with the um, with all of the zombie samurai and oh, I was the only? Like, yeah, with the uh, I'm like, what if I just jump out in the middle of this room? Like, I know I'm supposed to climb, <laughs> I know the crap, but I'm like, what if I just jump out here? Like, what's gonna happen? Right? It's like, whoops, it's me. No, and then they just shoot you with like a bunch of yeah. I, I had some lame. tricks. Get, I had a little hard time getting through some of that too. <laughs> It's kind of lame. I was kind of hoping there would be something like epic, with like where like all of them would just like stop and like a record would would scratch and be like what? And they just murder her, a a girl, and then they would just like <laughs> chop her in half or something. But no, you, she just gets shot with them. I think the one you the the one the boat and lame crashing on the rocks. I think that one. I don't remember it from TR one from the 2013. I think I saw it when I was working my way through. Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm not done with that one yet. Yeah, that's good. I'm sure that I'm sure that they probably used it again, but she just gets like swept out in an undertow, and then they just kind of she bumps like into oh, those yeah, rocks. She now, like yeah, I, I mean, like if she, if, I, I know I'm I'm gonna sound like a freaking murderer here, but <laughs> it's if she had just like 
like really gotten dashed on those rocks and just gotten like you know really really car carved up by him that would have been one thing but she just kind of boop and then dies and it's, it's yeah i think they just want to avoid the rag doll yeah but like but 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 like her running into a tree while like while like parachuting that was awesome like they had some really really great deaths i'm sure that there's probably like a montage somewhere of all of the of all of yeah. the like instant deaths in this but they i feel like they really got it right yeah they were i i I admit those were the most trying sections, especially when I was going down the river, because like I was trying to maneuver. I was trying to, you know, blast things when I had to. And I'm like, got this, got this. <laughs> now, okay, got uh, this, got <laughs> Yep. That was very much me. Well, as, as, um, as anybody who has, is following the continuity of the show will know, uh, from resident evil four, uh, I'm very bad at, quick time events i spent the last 20 minutes of that game just trying to get past the jet ski part I'm, yeah, that I'm, is hard though i'm really really bad at these so i died a bunch but i also i i i felt like i was at least inter- entertained by all of these deaths they were all creative and different and i feel like a better player would have missed them and they don't miss on all these just great deaths that all of us got to see by being bad at the game uh, yeah well I, that's also what what was the old days Task one, beat the game. Task yes. two, beat the game with the best possible score. Task three, find all the death. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that really amused me is the machine gun she gets is a World War II machine gun. And it, I really yeah, like it tur- that. Well, and I love that it turns into any <laughs> Kalishnikov. Like it, it just, yeah, I have no idea how, yeah. That was really cool to me that the weapons that you get are, I don't know if the shotgun was World War II style or not. I didn't. As you upgraded, but I just and then the enemies kind of I mean, most of they start off as just regular guys. If the game progresses, you start fighting armored soldiers and things, which, again, makes sense. because The game's got to, you know, change up a little bit. Oh, oh, part that we had mentioned earlier, but I want to talk about more in depth. The the part where she gets captured, I think, for the second or third time. And she and as they're going to go kill her and then she jumps off into a river of blood. Like, God, that part is just it's gnarly. It's cool as hell, but like, can you imagine just dropping into a into a river and you're just every it's, every, it's just blood red water, bodies everywhere, chunks of people like, and you just see your head just come up, just like your eyes come out, like it is just fucking brutal. But that, but that, but but that was pretty cool. Is just is just her head coming up out of the top of. Uh-huh. It. I I definitely dug that. I did too. Yeah. Oh, and in case y'all uh, care, uh, the Rams just won the just won the big. Sports ball game. No, that's, I was hoping for Cincinnati. I know. I wanted Joe, Joe, little, little Joe Burrow to win it, but uh, he he was on a fourth and one, and uh, he uh, he went for it and didn't make it. But so. you know what? At least Stafford finally got a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then and then there was that guy in his forties. He was like the third guy to ever be in his forties to 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 be in a Super Bowl. And At least that guy got to one. So that's it. Wasn't cool. Brady or Aaron Rodgers? So yeah. Hell, hell yeah! <laughs> I'm okay with that. Part. Exactly. Uh, I okay, I'm glad to, I didn't keep watching. Yeah. I would have been, I would have been bombed. I didn't, I didn't mean to throw it, but just so I mean, when, when, whenever we listen back to this, we we'll go, oh, that was the point. That was the exact moment in which the Rams won. <laughs> Historically, yeah. I actually have recorded yeah. multiple podcasts during Super Bowls. <laughs> this is uh, this is my first one, and it feels it feels pretty good. It's. <laughs> I'm trying not to get distracted by thinking of what what one comedian once said about a Rams game. 
No. <laughs> but um, just like the whole Blood River, everything, I, I feel like that's a tone that really like it sets what she's going through. And at one point yeah. in this game, I can't remember. If it's be, I hope it's before the Blood River. Does she because she cauterizes the wound at one yes. point? Finally. Yeah, that was at the shanty town. Right? Okay. And she's in the the like crash helicopter and she lights up the that's that's where she gets the lighter. And, OK. And then the birds fly off. That was that was a really well shot see it's yeah it, it, it's it seems weird to say well shot because it's just animated you can, but well, what's i'm sure you could feel as a filmmaker the yeah pain. rather than show it which they showed all kinds of brutal things them cutting away from it and those birds flying off as she screams i feel like was way more effective than any actual violence in this actually did i can't even imagine how much that must hurt to put mm-hmm. hot metal against your body to burn a wound well, it and just, cauterizes the wound. And yeah, having, but, yeah, but like having to hold it there is a whole, yeah. <laughs> I can't. And I just wonder, like, I think somebody's in the helicopter. Let's go check. <laughs> she killed everybody at that point. So yeah. I mean, you kill so many people in this game. Dude, she, uh, which, which does the second game have, have, have her going to some kind of therapy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> No, I mean, really, I feel no, like I know that, that was like an actual plot point is her is her having like post-traumatic stress. I mean, she should. Like, I think I, I like read that. that's mentioned in DLC. Okay. Cool. Okay. I didn't want to make, make something making fun of, but that's just no, kind of no, I feel like it, it was, which which would make sense thinking about all of this, because she is a monster by the end of this. Like she, I mean, she has to be up, but close. she's definitely definitely she has should have some post-traumatic stress disorder. Like. Mm-hmm. My Laura strangled lots of dudes with that with that bow, like just pulled up and pulled that bow to their neck and felt the life drain out of them I by like her own hands. Is close she, combat, like to do that in real life, has to affect a person more than shooting somebody from a distance. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm assuming I've never killed anybody, so I don't know, but I'm assuming. Which I love that uh, when she saves her friends, there's that moment where there's like four dudes that are like keeping guard of her. And then again, she horribly murders, and all and all of her friends are like, "Yay, <laughs> Laura!" Like, but again, I mean, in their defense, these people were going to murder them in probably oh, terrible ways. But yeah. you just witnessed horrible, horrible things, both done to you and to other people. They had presumably yeah. been tortured, and oh. you just watched this innocent woman who only twenty four hours prior had been like a scientist? Question mark. And she's like 17 or 18 or something. Uh, I don't know how old she is. What? I mean, she's not old. She's I would say early age at least. 20s. I yeah, yeah, 20s. probably college age. Yeah, she's probably one homeschooled. Uh, so, yeah, like probably 22. You just watched a 22-year-old girl murder four people. And, and she literally has like plushies in her yacht cabin. She is a broken human being. She was not this person 24 hours ago. And your first response is, yay! <laughs> not, okay. oh, thank God. Oh, I finally, looked, this nightmare is over. I just <laughs> looked it up. Okay. T- Tomb Raider 2013, she's 21 years old. 21. Okay, God, now true. that makes me makes the butt shots feel a lot less weird, which there were a lot <laughs> in this game. No, you're There's not a wrong. Lot of There's, something that, There's a yeah. lot of butt in this game. Not as much. Or as nice as Dead Space 2, which I still is one of my top three video game butts of all time. That look at that picture again. Be right back Mike. in a second. Hold on. That's amazing. Look, look up Dead Space 2 butt. It's amazing. 
<laughs> I still remember that too now vaguely. It's been a while. Yeah. It is uh, yes. But uh but this game, yeah, had a lot of butt. It had a lot of butt in it. Well, they, uh, they, they, did, that. they did Sorry. the sexy with Laura, but they didn't go like a like above and beyond like like they would have in the older no, games, which I, I did appreciate. I can send you a but there there were kind of a lot of pig or a kind of a lot of shots where like where like she's like, Oh, I need to look at my radio right here and the camera is right <laughs> over her shoulder where it's like yeah. looking right down into the yeah. Which again, yeah. I mean you can only put things in certain kinds of places, but Yeah. Come on, guys. Thing, you know what you're doing. I think the game did a good job with the collectibles. Like, you don't need to find them if you don't care. Like, me, I would grab them as I saw them. But there's so many collectibles, you know, strung throughout a map that give you experience and help you level up. And, like, if you finish a tomb, I think you get level ups for finishing tombs, yes, too. Yes, you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so, was, I, mean, I enjoyed the collectibles, to be honest. Uh, I would have been more into them if I got salvage instead of uh, XP, because I feel like I got most of the XP I needed to do whatever I wanted, which was just kind of the because I feel like only half of the XP stuff that I, you know, I really actually cared about. Like a a lot of the hand to hand stuff I didn't even finish, which is what like most of the individual like light all the fires or knock over the effigies or kick over the trash can things where there's like five or ten or eight of them per section no i mean it's fine and i love that they were optional i did blow up all of the all of the sea mines because i thought that was cool watching yeah that was fun i I like that a lot oh yeah that was was fun but yeah i I just that part too yeah but i just feel like they 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 only gave me exp and i was getting exp from everything because i took the exp bonuses first and then the salvage bonus, uh, the salvage bonus is second. Mm. And then I just kind of did the rest of it. And I feel like by the end of the game, um, I still could have used more salvage to finish off with the rifle because that was the last thing that I wanted to work on. But I didn't really have much, much need for the EXP that the extra stuff would have, would have like given me. So I didn't, I didn't even bother. Yeah. When it. I was, I went through, I was getting everything I could. Yeah. And I'll admit. Some of those challenges were just damn difficult to finish. Oh, I bet. Especially if you didn't have a map for it, which I didn't look up anything. I wanted to play this as fresh. I, the only things I really looked up was with some of the challenges because, yeah, I mean, the ghost, the, the ghost hunter or shadow hunter, one of those two, the one that's in the first real area of the game, yeah. I found all but one. I did too. I feel like I I, I, I got nine out of ten. Just the um, one I missed was like hidden under a bridge. Yeah, I'm 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 sure you you and me probably missed the same one because I, I, I would just turn on the Batman Vision and you see where stuff was. <laughs> oh yeah, I was I was living on that. I was turning that thing on every five steps. That's like one of the most useful tools in the yeah. game. Like I didn't use I think, it. Oh, I used it a ton. <laughs> it helps see, actually. Yeah. It also helps with figuring out what you need to do next right because it highlights too. all those things yeah. and when i went through shantytown oh yeah i completely missed some of the things to do yeah same. i mean i i i found the i found the alarms that i de- disabled disabled three of them and I'm like really this is something i have to do to co- to complete okay and then i was like what's this i'm looking at other effigies I didn't find them until I'm going through it again. Well, fast travel back to the air and I'm like, what the heck's this thing? I flame it and pull it. To- oh, that's the effigy. Right. Which I don't even know what that was supposed to represent. 
I know I know you're supposed to burn effigies just by nature of them being what they are, but yeah. I'm not sure what that was supposed <laughs> to to represent because it just looked like a bunch of bullshit yeah. uh, up on the wall. <laughs> but I found when I was I was just to refamiliarize myself with some of it. I was replaying a, like doing the free roam bit since I actually completed everything. And I'm like, here's an effigy right by the helicopter. And I'm like, if this was here during the main game, this was just a deliberate hint of something you're going to be doing later. Yeah. And I just, and some of those were just so damn tricky. I mean, in the one, in the Japanese research base where you eventually find the, uh, the, the posters or wait, what the posters are earlier you can burn. Oh, the po- you, no, the I I know the posters you're talking about. Yeah, those. Oh wait, that no, was- those posters are in the radio mm-hmm. station. I'm talking like the Japanese base where you're where you find the the tomb of the soldier. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, yeah. sun trinkets. Oh, I didn't mess. I I think I found one. <laughs> I found I- one and like. I didn't know where the rest of them were, and I'm like looking and all over, and I found more as I looked around, and then I'm like, "Where's this last one? It's in a damn window, and you can't see it because yeah. it just blends in perfectly." I'm like, and at this point in my life, I am a thirty-something or forty-something. I've, I've, I actually forget how old I am. I am a, <laughs> I have a kid that's four or five or twelve or whatever. Smoky, I, I. I think is his name. So I don't I don't have have a whole lot of time to go off and find every single thing like I used to. So I, I know that like when I first played this game, I think I might have actually 100 percent of this game on the 360, you know, in 2013 back in the <laughs> back in the freedom days when I used to when I, when I yeah, when I when when I just used to sleep till noon and I used to work in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I had all the time in in the world. But yeah, so this like now when I when I play games, I just blaze right through them. I put it on the easiest mode and I just get to work. And that's what I did with this. So the only one I went out of my way for was the sea mines because those I don't, I don't know why those were just really fun. But oh, yeah, that was <laughs> you just want to blow them up. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to blow them up. So I took a little <laughs> bit of, of extra time just to blow those up. But the rest of the time finding any artifacts, if I happened to see one, I would snag it for the XP. I didn't read any of it. I barely looked at any of it. And then I just kept on moving, which I think is the way Mike plays. Yeah, I would find them if I saw them, but I wouldn't go. I a couple of times I would go like explore a little bit because I was always trying to find more ammo or just find more junk so I could upgrade my weapons more because I really oh, yeah. I yeah. love the fact you could upgrade your weapons in this game. Yeah, like, I, I, I really like that. And I wanted more salvage. If those things had given me more salvage, I would have sought them out. <laughs> or would have given me any salvage at all, I, yes. I would have. Because even though I didn't need it, I love my weapons being at fully, like, like the the max to them. Because it, it, it looks good to me, and it, like, just having the number that I, I don't like saying, you know, something saying, oh, it's 76% finished. I, I don't like that. <laughs> But but I I do definitely love the way the way it looks when it's fully finished. Mm. Does that does that mean you know the yeah. way the yeah. 
the pistol is like polished silver and it has the mag out of the back. Yeah, it's just. I mean, did you grab the pistol? And go. Oh, look at this! It was even filed down here. Oh, why the naked I, girl with her boobs is just looking at you like, what the fuck? And you're yeah. like, oh, look at this gun! Oh, wow! <laughs> you were doing that. You have seen my my life. That is the way that I actually live my real life, Mike. How that's a stinky you know? reference, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. That's why. I'm, that's why you've seen my. I... That's why I felt for that game so much. There's a girl with her chest out, and I'm still just. I, I, I swear that guy was like there was there was there, there was something going on with Snake. <laughs> I was thinking it was a good game, but I'm trying to get some other things. Oh, and also when you first like because you see the Oni throughout the game a couple a couple times, but yeah. when you really see them is when you're like you end up like the first time you see them they're getting they're murdering Matthias's men, which I think is cool because these are the guys yeah. that are giving you trouble throughout the entire cool. game, and now. Right. They're getting massacred, but there's a part where you get knocked out, and then the the Oni tie you up, and again you wake up in a in a room full of you know dead people hanging from the ceiling. And, yeah, that's, uh, and Laura uses her amazing core strength to flip herself up and pull herself out. That was that was awesome. You were yeah, gonna say, yeah, that's actually before you ever get to the shanty town. I think. Yeah, I, it's, get, it's in the first third. I feel you get like. captured three times. I think in this game, there's the very beginning, right? Yep. Then there's the, the other one. Oni. They tie your hands up. And then what's the third? Oh, and then the, the third one is in the monastery. Yeah. When she falls in the in the thing of blood. Yeah. Okay, so four times. Yeah, there it is. God. Yeah, somewhere she in there. She's captured a lot, yeah. Yeah, like also the Oni, I like the idea of the Oni. I, I, I'm I also a big fan of the Uncharted series, and one of my favorite things about any of these type of games is I love the supernatural element that snuck into it near the end. Like this game, I know, got a lot of crap, or a lot of people say, oh, it's just Uncharted, except I think this is better than Uncharted 1, 2, or 3. I've, I've never played it, so I will. They're good games. I've never yeah. played Uncharted. One is really hard to go back to because it's very outdated when you play it for PS3. The, the first one? Yeah. Two and three. Oh, yeah. Two is really good. Three, I can't remember exactly, but highly recommend two. Mm. So it, they're worth playing. But no, they, they don't have the upgrade. It's a lot of hype with the movie coming out. <laughs> yeah. And they're com- and uh, a couple of them are coming on PS4 also, or PS5 also. So. Oh, nice. But there's a there's a collection of one through three on PS4, so pick that up. But <laughs> no, the, the, I love the supernatural, and that's why I, I like the Oni in this game. I like the idea that you have these soldiers who never died. Who like the story kept me going too. How you're constantly going from one thing to the next. Like at one point, you go back to your original ship to try to get solved to get not get tools out of there to repair a boat. Like, and that's where the the geeky guy died. Which those <laughs> those tools were literally a wrench and a. And like a flathead screwdriver, like the nerd died for that. The guy, like he risked his life and he climbed on a yacht and he got past these monstrous villains for a for a crescent wrench and a flathead screwdriver. Was there not a pair of channel locks on any other ship? (laughs) Was there not a flat rock that he could have used? Like I with like a tool like this, it should have been at least a sawzall. Is, is all it should have been something Somebody, special. It should have been something special, not a damn crescent wrench. Well, to a Jesus mechanic, Christ, their, Alex. Tools are, their tools Alex. are sacred. Alex. But they sent the guy God. to die. My God, Alex. The <laughs> he wanted to prove himself worthy of Laura. The <laughs> ultimate <laughs> simp. The ultimate simp, Alex. <laughs> Much like his shirt, uh, Escape, which I thought was actually very... Very clever. Just had the ESC on his shirt. Uh, he, he, he escaped life. Is what he did. 
Stay woke, kings. Never die for for the, for the lady who can get the tools herself. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Why he didn't just wait for her? His stupid because he was trying to impress her. Like, come She's on now. He's murdering tons of dudes. She would, you know, he could have at least like, yeah, don't like, dude. You knew you were gonna die, and even if you did. You still would not have impressed Laura Croft. She she clearly has the hots for uh, I don't know. Let's say uh, Oni number three. <laughs> that guy had killer abs underneath that. I, I also no, did, I don't. I'm trying to remember. Did she actually give him a kiss in the end? Yeah, a kiss on the cheek as he was being uh, crushed and about yeah. to die. Well, he, he died. Well, he. He also took Pity out kid. some of the bad guys too in the process, which was which was pretty baller. But he yeah. did that specifically. He didn't do it to to save his friend. He did it to get the uh, to impress Lara Croft, which is it's- no. I don't. I wouldn't. I, I'll disagree with that. Just on note that it allowed her to get out. He knew he wasn't going to make it. But no, no, I'm no, no. I meant the fact that he went into the ship itself. Yes. Oh, the no, gang no, into the it, ship. Yeah. yeah, that was dumbass. Yeah, that was dumbass. The way that he went out was pretty baller. But yes, the uh, but yeah, the way that uh, the reason he got himself into the the situation was uh, yeah, really really dumb. He had to impress the lady. Stay woke, kings. Stay woke. <laughs> oh, but like, I mean, and even when Roth dies at one point, because there's a very small scene on the boat in the very beginning of the game where you see Roth and one of the, one of the survivors, like, you know, about to go into a room to go have sex. And I'm like, okay, what's the point of this? And then when Roth dies later, she's like, fuck you, Laura, it's all your fault. And then it, you know, it has more. Well, yeah. if you would have grabbed all the documents, Ross and her had a child. Oh yeah. They had okay. a child. Huh? She never hadn't told him yet. Well, but her now. child is his child. Wow, there's some like real days of our life stuff going on <laughs> in in the background of Tomb Raider. I had no idea. Well, like I said, it's like the documents. You can get a lot more of the story when you find them. Which yeah. I I didn't read them, but I'm I'm cool. I'm happy that it's there. I like it when a story, you know, like extra stuff like this is there, but it's not in my face where I have to, you know, read it. I can just absorb it different ways. Like watch a YouTube video later on if I care enough. Um, <laughs> Like Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a thing where I went and watched tons of YouTube videos to get the lore because I wasn't going to read every item description. So yeah, <laughs> ah, that's fair. I just again that comes with having a kid. I just don't have the time to read through all that <laughs> as much as I wish I could. No, like when Skyrim came out, I read total like they they have like whole short stories in mm-hmm. Skyrim, and I read through all of them. I spent evenings just drinking whiskey and reading books that I found in. Skyrim, and now looking back, I'm like, how did I ever have the time? Grover didn't exist. I'm yeah. assuming he did not time. exist yet. No. <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, that's the one thing. At least you could with the with the documents. You always heard it in a voice. Yeah, it did. It did read it to you. I will. I will say that in Tomb Raider, they definitely do do so. I mean, you know who wrote it just off the top. You know, if you're yeah, yeah. It, it's one thing to read it and not have the person's voice. Yeah, it makes it more gives it a little more impact to actually hear them reading it. I can see. I that. mean, that's why I like your first thing you see of, about Matthias. You know, like he doesn't sound insane. And then the next thing, and you hear him talking, and like, okay, maybe he's gone a little off the deep end. <laughs> well, deep end fast. Do you know how Matthias, or like how you know that Matthias is not right, is because he has a necklace made of junk. And no shoes. He is not wearing shoes. Hey, have you seen how cold it is? 
how many rocks there are around. The man does not do anything to protect his feet. The other goons have boots. He could order one of them that had roughly the same size feet as him. But for some reason, Matthias does not cover those. Well, like the yeah. first time you see him, he's acting all innocent. He has a crotch like, oh, I'm just injured, you know. And uh, he's fine. Um, yeah, he's yeah, he's like, I'm some kind of like old old man. I can't do nothing to nobody. And then he just kidnaps Sam immediately. Well, because Sam ends up talking to him and saying things she probably shouldn't say. Like she says, oh, you know, I'm a. I'm Did a real you know, I'm, the, I'm 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 the great great granddaughter of the lady that uh would is is the mythical city I I don't know I wouldn't that we're on yeah, yeah exactly of the of the the people of Yamatai yep and then immediately kidnaps her <laughs> yep. they do a good job of like having you run into them throughout the games you're trying to stop Matthias and it does a really good job of making him feel like a villain and being the whole issue of the entire game. Like I felt that he was a very good villain for that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I feel like I didn't fully understand what he was trying to do, but that's also my fault for not reading uh, he's and, trying, for, and for checking my phone like during cutscenes. He's so trying to take that. Sam because the, he believes that you know, they get these girls that they end up on the Island. Everyone they get, they try to burn her to death and they, every other one burned to death in a certain part. But with her, when they go to light her on fire, the wind just comes and puts out the fire. So therefore he knows that she's special. So then he's trying to take her to this temple at the center of the Island or somewhere on the Island that where all the Oni are to, to, yeah. cause he, he knows they can't leave the Island because of Himiko is stopping them from being able to leave the island because she crashes all these ships. So his right. whole plan is if I go and take her body, I don't think he understands exactly what's going on. Like, I don't know if he's aware that, like, Himiko, this sun goddess, her curse is that she's stuck in the body that's decaying over time and she needs a new vessel to be put inside, yeah. which has to be a family member, apparently. Okay. No, from, like I said, again, this I got from the documents. She has jumped body to body over decades okay so this is not okay she picks priestesses and the right one becomes her new host at the sacrifice of that other one's soul okay but what happened which caused the curse on the island is the and you find this out also through the documents when she this one realized what was going to happen she managed to steal the dagger and as the transfer was happening she killed herself Oh, okay. So Himiko was stuck in a decaying body. She cannot leave, so her rage keeps everyone there and brings everyone in. And eventually, the right person comes along that they can get her into a new body. So they can get off the island. Yeah. Matthias realizes this is the true power, and he's going to basically bring himself to help her. He is willing to help her. Sure, there's the, probably the promise of, I'll be your second in command. Right. <laughs> or just but, leave. I mean, the curse is lifted. They can get off the island. Yeah. Yeah, but then you have the, again, it's the new queen. And yeah. She didn't necessarily let people leave the island unless she unless she allowed them to. Ah. It's just a really cool aspect. Like, I, yeah. I really got a kick out of that whole thing with her. And, like, the end of this game is you head to, like, this temple... And you just have to take out like tons and tons of guards and you fight tons of Oni too, which I, I really like that. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. they're just, besides the big giant guys, they're just regular people they look like. Yeah. The now, big giant guys look like demons, but. Now, I will say to, to be fair, the Laura that I was playing also wasn't very heavily invested, like, 
in the story itself, because as soon as one of her friends would get on the radio and it would be like, hey, I'm Alex, I'm pinned underneath some metal and I'm about to and I'm like about to bleed out. She would go, oh, look, a tomb. I'm going to go jump in here. And then she would leave for like 20 minutes. And then, you know, she would get around to Alex and Sam. But if there was like salvage to find, she would go do that first. So, well, yeah, it's like so it's she does things. line up for the way I was playing her. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the time it takes you to get from like, well, we got to get here and we've got this time limit, but time stands still when we're checking tombs and we're well, around yeah. trying to find everything. Alex, hang, like, hang on. There might, uh, oh, there might be a really spiffy necklace here. <laughs> you're fine, right? He's like, no. I'm, oh, well, sorry, Alex. You're starting to break up. I'm already in the cave. Well, there okay. was already some stuff that you could get in all these sections. I mean, I think some of them, like, I, I didn't argue, like, open up, ooh, weapon parts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, okay, Yamatai, thank you for the weapon ancient, parts. Ancient, ancient tomb, I got part two th- two of three for the shotgun. I mean, trust me, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I've come to the conclusion that if there's anything you can't explain in a Tomb Raider game, it's Tomb Raider logic. Yeah. Well, I think I think that that also falls into the cranes that weren't around anywhere that were clearly used or the... <laughs> Tons and tons of like concrete that were used to make all of these bases that came from somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all Tomb Raider logic. The amount of non-salted water you would need to make giant concrete bases is just unfathomable. <laughs> and then this game actually ends with a final boss fight too, which I, I like the fact that it did. It didn't need it, but it was cool that you had one where you had. Yeah, to I did. I did like that quite. Take a bit. out a giant oni. So oh, uh, yeah. that guy, okay, so when he moves his face, the mask moves like it's his face, like it flexes, but then you shoot the mask off, and it's just like a big dude. Like, it's just a giant, dead, maybe not dead, like, Japanese. Oh, it's a kitty cat. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> not in the game. For anybody listening to this, a cat just fell out of the sky onto Mike's microphone. and it's Pretty cool. much, yes. I love it. Not by choice. You just type it. <laughs> That's the funniest goddamn thing that's ever happened. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, I mean, I liked when you saw his face because it's all white and it's like a demon. And I was just like, this is cool. But but was that his, was the mask part of his face and you blew like part of his face off? Or was the mask of the giant Oni magic and so that it flexed like an actual organic face? Do you get do you get what I'm saying here? Yeah, mm. I don't know. I don't know because then his face was like wrapped. I don't know, but it I was, was too busy trying to kill him before he killed me. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> too busy trying to kill him and his brothers and his all his forces while you're trying to. Yeah, it was, no, I definitely like the whole shoot him in the back thing, but then you did the dodge, and then, you know it was very much like the shield, which they had been doing for a while, where it's like you you have to like dodge the shield. And how did how did y'all kill him? Just out of curiosity, same same way as me. Persistence. Use the, <laughs> the B button, scramble around when he when he swung his big club, and then and then hit him in the back with a shotgun. Something like that. I just kept. I was wasting all. I was using all my ammo to just get rid of him. Trying to get headshots when I could. Oh, headshots probably would have been smart. I just kept hitting him with that shotgun over and over again. Yeah, I, I gave. I wasn't trying to use the arrows at that point. Arrows which, were the last chance, last resort because yeah. you got to take the. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, okay. Uh, why were there boxes of 
uh, like uh, of 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 like frag uh, grenades in the ancient Shinto temple. Did they ever explain that? Logic. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair enough. But the way God I took were, it, because I used a bunch of them, was it was just you know they just had equipment. That's all I took it. Yeah, like like Matthias's guys left it there just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's how I looked at it. I just that was the only way for me to like you know to view it as like yes they they found equipment from different ships that have crashed and you know military ships and they just took everything and they're just kind of hoarding it around the place. Yeah, and also it's fair. also and it's also this is this is to the this is not the original Tomb Raider. You do not have infinite ammo. <laughs> you are not going to run through this game with pistols only because you're either stubborn or stupid. Right. Although I did use the one pistol a lot, but my first thought was until the very, very end, and they did do it at the very last minute, is I kind of wish that I had two just big, honking, just meaty pistols. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's... Just, that- <laughs> <laughs> the very end of this game, though, which I, I like what they did, is she, you, you go through, you kill the Oni, you go through this whole, like, wind tunnel, you try, you finally get to where Sam is, and she's being, the soul of Himiko is going into Sam, and she grabs, I don't remember where she gets it, but she finally grabs two pistols, and you have to shoot, my, oh, you grab a yes, pistol. at the very end, yeah. yeah, and you get that second pistol at the very, very cool. end. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was like, oh, okay, we're getting, which the Tomb Raider movie did that, too. Uh, the, the, not the, reboot? the yeah. They did that same thing where, like, at the end of the movie, they finally give her the two pistols. I ha- I've never seen that movie, but now it's, I want to. It's a lot better than you would expect it to be. Like, it's a fun, like, Errol Flynn, like, 90-minute popcorn, save save the world kind of movie. It is okay. not offensive at all. There's some very clever moments. It's talk- well acted. I liked it a lot. You're talking about the one that's based off this game. Right. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah, they did. Ch- I did read they changed some details. Yeah, I mean, they're all going to take a little like the story's a bit different. Um, yeah. The story, I believe, is more closer related to the second one where there's like the circle and like the whole like there's like an evil cult around. Oh, there's a virus. Is that oh, it's a hemical virus? They call they're, it, but it okay, turns them into like zombie type yeah. murderers kind of thing. But it's good. Something yeah. Like that. yeah, exactly. Yeah, there there it is. You're you're giving me flat. But yeah, it's a <laughs> it's 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 a very fun movie. It's a great way to spend like ninety minutes. You will you would if if you like this game, you would definitely like dig the movie. I want to watch it now. I mean, I've seen yeah, the original Tomb Raider movies with Laura Croft, which are okay. I don't remember the second one. Angelina at all. movies. Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, sorry. The, the second one actually has uh Gerard Butler in it. Yeah, he Where, plays like, the villain, like, I think. Yeah. Well he's he's the guy that she's like friends with and then he turns in the villain in the second half and the very telegraph move oh we used to be friends but now you're working for the bad guy of course i had to get money or whatever that old thing but yeah you know but yeah this is a pre three 300 gerard butler yeah one i saw it in theaters but i don't remember anything about other than it it exists it does exist um the end i don't I, I don't remember much either. I just know that fact about it. But I did see it allegedly at some point. <laughs> huh, any any things we should touch on Tomb Raider still we haven't covered yet that you want to mention? I have I have my notes like I always do for stuff that if it doesn't come up organically in the conversation, which I had like fifty of them for Snake Eater because that game is random as fuck. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> see uh, the Scotsman. I really liked the Scotsman. Is like oh, I'm from. Them. I'm from Glasgow. How dare you? I'm, I'm talking like Shrek. I love that guy. That guy was a badass. Uh, I yeah. wish we'd gotten more of him. I wish I had read his notes if he'd had any. 
tied um, in a beautiful way, though. Like, I, I like how yeah. she's about to surrender herself for him. And he's like, they're going to murder you, Laura. Like, that's what's probably going through his head. He's like, fuck it. I'm old. I'll just kill them. Instead. He's like, fuck it. I'm 60 years old. And he dives off the cliff. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> I like that um, when you're shooting at them and you're doing really well, they will go, damn, she's a good shot. And uh, I need that kind of, like, positive <laughs> reinforcement in my life. <sighs> that was just a nice little touch. That was just for me, and I, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, all hell helicopters always crash in any video game ever unless it's the end of resident evil i don't know why that is but that that uh that trope was in this game once again let's see i got that one that one that one i put it on the ultimate mode on my pc and i can send you pictures of that but but it looks so good it looks as good this game came out like eight years ago and it looks as good as like and yeah like eight, nine, eight. it's gonna be ten years. Oh no, ten yeah, years nine. next year. Oh eight, my, nine years. Yeah. Oh my God, Mike, I'm 35. Jesus Christ. I'm 34. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. But this game looks just as good as anything that's come out uh, in 2021. I swear. It like I I put up the settings to max on my uh, like PC just to see if it could do it. And other than the mouse moving, it looks flawless i absolutely loved it so play it like that if you can yada 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 i was happy how good it looked still like i played the pc i played it on pc the epic version which is the definite version and god is it you're right it looks so good like the graphics it does i'm so shocked like a lot of get like if you if you go out and play games that came out around the same time i feel like uh because i just think of games from from the 360 era which in and of itself was 10 years but (laughs) <laughs> if you look at anything that even came out around that time, something like Skyrim or Fallout 3 or whatever. Bioshock Infinite is 2013. Bio- yeah, it just doesn't. It Well, I feel like Bioshock Infinite has like a distinct style that makes it sort yeah. of timeless. But yeah, even then, it just it like most of the stuff does not look as good as it looks now. DMC, Double May Cry. Oh, yeah. Creed 4. No, this all this looks much better than that. And I love and I love Black Flag and this looks better. Battlefield 4 give you some getting numbers in that year. Perfect. I, uh, I, yeah, no, I, this looks way better. I enjoyed the intricacies of this game. I mean, this is, it was such a beautiful location, regardless of what's going on around you. There is some <laughs> beauty to it. There is. And I was enjoying exploring because in part, that's probably what you should do in a Tomb Raider game. I am glad that things were not necessarily brutally difficult to achieve, like some secrets in the very first game. Yeah, I do and did enjoy the lore, and I was actually surprised when I was doing. I was because I was trying to get everything I could while I could get it in an area. Yeah, the cat's in the box here. <laughs> I was like, "What do I hear? This noise!" And I'm was, looking around, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "God damn it!" I was watching the cat. But um, <laughs> the GP, I love the GPS locations, and I like like who the hell put these here? Yeah, uh, is there is there like a story to that? As you find them, they do, and I don't know if this was added after the fact, but from what I can tell, finding the GPS caches allows you a message. Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone had heard about what was going on on the island. Somebody uh, that works, uh, somebody a part of some sort of trinity, and they were sent to quote wipe him, wipe out the problem. And oh. then it's like the later message is like, we can't do it. We can't do it right now. We don't know what's going on, and I can't get the hell off of here, even if I was successful. Okay. The Trinity, that's something that plays in the later games, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Trinity comes up a lot more, and Trinity's in the movie as well. 
Okay. Yeah. And I can't wait to play more of this series. <laughs> yeah, no, you're definitely going to like, like I definitely distinctly remember liking rise better than this game. And I okay. really like this game. Have you played shadow? I have not played shadow. I could now because I, I just didn't have a, a, a system or a like PC that could do it. And now I do. Uh, yeah. So I could definitely go back and play it. I, I just haven't made the time yet. Oh, you can wait. We'll be doing. We'll be doing. Yeah, I, this year, next year. I kind of have a feeling <laughs> we're. Um, I mean, not to spoil the magic of games my mom found, but I have a feeling I'll be doing Dead Space around Halloween. What? Uh, <laughs> Dead Space Three. Oh my God! The curtain has been pulled away. Uh, yeah, I, need to I, I have a feeling that. That I will be doing Dead Space 3 around yeah. October. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to bring me back to do uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider and then eventually Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, hashtag 2024, make it happen. Uh, I'll be, you'll be sooner than that. I'm planning on doing Rise if everything goes well. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. In May. Would, oh, oh, we're doing Rise in May? Yeah, because originally... Do you have a guest for that one? There's going to be you guys. But <laughs> <laughs> I've already finished. You heard it here first. <laughs> I've I've heard it here first. That's amazing. Yeah, we yeah, on I an really talk about it again? Yet. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's, let's, well, yeah, that's the plan. Is I was because originally yeah. this actually wasn't supposed to be on the on the schedule. Yep. I took off something else because I'm like I just really originally Tomb Raider was supposed to be in May, and I just I just wanted to play this now. Yeah, so. this is fun. Yeah, because I really yes, like this I game. Saw, I'm trying to remember what date you said for that, but we can talk about that. No, we'll talk about it after. Yeah, yeah, this is totally. <laughs> Inside so baseball, I, what's going on? But yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. I think we should go on to questions, comments, and memories. I, I got a few, more than I expected. Wow, nice. People like this game, so that was nice to see. I'm not going to read them all because I don't want to, but I'm going to read some of them. First, from, I watched the entire Overblood Super Replay from Travis Wayne. It's funny. People keep comparing this to Uncharted when Laura was doing Uncharted way before Nate. Without Tomb Raider, there would be no Uncharted. The, this reboot is the best playing third-person action game I've ever played still to this day. The controls, the animation, run cycle, the combat, the traversal, everything about how this game plays is perfect in my personal bar of comparison to any new game. I replay it every year and it never gets boring to me. It revitalized my childhood love for Tomb Raider in 2013. Who said that? Uh, Travis Wayne, the guy's name. Wow, Travis, that is, yeah, that, that. Is, that is some high praise. Yeah, yeah, I would say that, the, that it was it was probably very stagnant before this, so yeah. Uh, from probably brought you back to it. <laughs> Kevin Ballant, the combat is leaps and bounds better than any of the Uncharted games, and I love anything that allows you to upgrade your weapons. It just didn't do the big set piece moment nearly as well as Uncharted. Yeah, okay. but that's okay. I don't know. Again, I haven't played I'm it. Clueless so on Uncharted. Yeah. <laughs> Someday, I need to go back to him. And then from Jeff Flynn, I think that in a vacuum, this game is a bit forgettable, but in the context of the genre and the games industry, it's a very interesting stepping stone. The way this reboot series and Uncharted kept leapfrogging each other in quality was awesome to see, but Uncharted and other comparable games like Far Cry and The Last of Us would wound wound up reaching higher highs in the end that leave this game feeling like a footnote. Well observed, I would say, because I like going back to this game, I couldn't think of much of what I experienced off the top of my head. And then playing it back, I'm like, oh, yeah, this and that and this and that. Like it, it did like all of my memory was jogged from when it first came out but when i thought of this game i did sort of draw a blank so yeah i think it the impact of what happened after this game is a lot more noticeable than what actually happened in this game it also has to be stated the next uncharted game that came out after this was uncharted 4 on ps4 which was 2016 so i mean yes sure it leapfrogged but at the same time like that's a completely different generation of systems when this was a 360 ps3 game so yeah fair and was rise ps4 
Uh, I know it was Xbox One, and I didn't, I didn't have an Xbox One. Okay, so it probably was next-gen then. There was a dark age for Shadow. Like, I, I know Rise of the Tomb Raider was, um, but it was, like, right at the very end. Because it was, it was like it was on both of them, and I only had a 360. I still only have a 360. Oh yeah, it's on 361, PlayStation 4. Okay, so that's yeah. But yeah. then Shadow was only on Xbox One, which I still have never bought. Uh, there was like a dark age when I was really, really broke, and I had a laptop that was that was like less powerful than my phone. That I played like I played like like ftl and like and like dungeon keeper on for like three years and then i finally got the pc that i have now and the switch so uh, there's about five years of just dark age where i did not play anything plus an emulation is perfect for too when you miss stuff (laughs) yeah exactly as years go by yeah and i and that's been kind of fun of going back to it is now my the super pc can play anything (laughs) (laughs) and this one from zach sezik I like that it had options for stealth and action and had crafting and weapon upgrades. The tomb puzzles are cool, too. I remember the setting being really nice looking, too. And last one from this group, Emmanuel, friend of the show. This is the first Tomb Raider game I've ever beat. Its gameplay is superior, far better than any of the Uncharted games. However, this game lacks the great story and characters that the Uncharted series has. And if Thole Lore is a good protagonist, the rest of the cast is less than memorable. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't say. Uh, I know <laughs> they that- are. I know that nobody stood out except for Lara and Sam. They're friends. I don't know why. And then old guy and then awesome Scottish guy. And then uh, Dweeb, who's also a douchebag that gets murdered. <laughs> oh, and uh, Alex the Simp. I just remember him too. <laughs> the rest of them, I don't. Yeah. I, the, the characters were very memorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then from uh, Tomb Raider World Club, I got two. Uh, first one. I have to translate. I liked it a lot, but I prefer the atmosphere of the first ones. I love Laura from the beginning, from Christopher Kiefer, and from Andy Burnside. I recently started to rise in the middle where I left off. Man, I'm having a blast with it again. Great games. I thought I wouldn't like them because I was such a fan of the old series, but I really like what they did with them, and plus they are the best-looking games on my TV. Okay? Yeah, nice. And from the official Laser Time community... Yay. I got a couple hey. uh, from Jake Terrell, friend of the show. Also, uh, this yeah. game series, like what if Uncharted was good? Fucking love this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted is good, Jake. If you're listening Shots to this, you're wrong, but I'll it's funny. Shots fired uh, from Luke Beatty. What a coincidence. I've been replaying the game on PC over the last few days or so. They definitely did some good future proofing with this one because it looks great at 4K. I decided to play it after going through all the Uncharted games recently, and I still find it interesting how much the two series influence each other back and forth throughout the years. I will say one thing. The Physics and Tomb Raider 2013 definitely feel like they have a lot less weight to them than Uncharted. And I don't just mean like Laura being lighter than Drake, the whole floaty way she flies through the air. When jumping and how the environment reacts to her, it doesn't quite feel as right or natural. Still, aside from that, it's definitely a great game, and I love the current Tomb Raider series. Hope it gets another entry at some point. Okay. And from Chris Dobson, I got this game from an absurdly cheap price on a Steam sale in 2014 after building a desktop, and I remember it looking great and being a lot of fun. Although I enjoyed the platforming a lot more than the combat. I haven't touched it since, but I'm sure it's pretty solid. Yeah. I love the, the platforming more than the combat, too. You assume correctly, yes. Yeah. And from Daniel Devine, played this from launch. Amazing game. Enemies didn't respawn when I have all the good weapons. Like, what the fuck was the point in building them? But other than that, it was an amazing game. (laughs) Yeah. And from the last group, Tomb Raider fans, I got a lot of comments. I'm not going to read them all. From Abed Hachimi, 2013 version is definitely the best Tomb Raider ever made. I can't argue because I haven't played the other ones yet. (laughs) Uh, From Gassin Koba, amazing reboot. 
All right, from Anthony Joseph. I remember buying this game on my 360 when it came out, and it was awesome. It's what got me back into the Tomb Raider series, and what made me buy Rise when it came out, which then also led me to Shadow. Some of the best games I played in recent years. I don't know how people dislike them. I didn't know that anybody did dis- people dislike do, them. People do. Well, right. they can they can go take a walk. Sorry if if that was too harsh. I didn't, right. I didn't mean it. No, you're fine. <laughs> Julian Turner, the best in the newest trilogy. All right, here's I'll read. I think. Only a couple more from Alicia Hoffley. I love the fact that it uses real life, ancient civilization, artifacts and beliefs. My most favorite is the tombs and puzzles. Love mostly how the storyline of the ancient people wasn't just made up like most games. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Here's the last one from Gary Lith. Loved it. I enjoyed the PS1 game, but didn't enjoy Angel Darkness on PS2. Legends was fun, but not like a Tomb Raider game. An anniversary had that awful bullet time. QTE Underworld was good. Love the revamp. Rise and Shadow are also amazing. He knows a lot more than me, so I will take his yeah. word on that. I don't. Yeah, I, I only, I've only played. I think I played Tomb Raider Anniversary for like ten minutes once. I beat Legend a long ass time ago. I beat Tomb Raider Two for this show, and then I beat this game years ago, and then recently. It's been Tomb Raider Two, and then this one, and then the sequel to this one. Yeah, he he didn't beat. To, he he didn't go for the secrets, and he avoided the T Rexes in T, Tomb Raider yeah. Two. Oh, dude, how do you avoid the T-Rex? That's the best part in Tomb Raider 2. How <laughs> dare you? Yes, where you play a game every week and you're not used no. to it. <laughs> uh, I've also played uh, Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine, which is uh, the best knockoff of Tomb Raider that's ever been made. Have you ever made. played Indiana Jones? I'm on that one right now. And that the, one. Is it the Emperor's Tomb? Which which one is that one? Uh, it's a game for ex- original Xbox that did not do good. Never I bought it. it randomly i loved it it's on pc hmm. and other things but it's the adventure it's games good, are very I good it. for them I but think it infernal was machine la- was for the n64 what's that oh god i think uh emperor's tomb i think was the last one lucas darts had a hand in okay from what i remember i really liked it but this was a long time ago ah. yeah i'm working on infernal machine right now myself and i'm like well, yeah, this is a Tomb Raider clone, but yeah, I think the, the controls are a little bit clunkier than... <laughs> well, it's because it was made for the N64. I am an N64 aficionado, and that's like saying that, um, I don't know, you're like a Taco Bell aficionado. Like, you are the, you are the king of trash, which I am. Um, <laughs> if you if you want to play an Emperor's Tomb in Indiana Jones, I'm looking for a reason to put it on the show. So if oh I have people that are interested, I'm all for it. I have, I, I have put in so many weird su- su- suggestions for things to do. If you want to play a hunting game, we like we can do like four of them and just knock them out. Which I <laughs> we could play Buck Hunter. You just have to go to your nearest barcade and uh, spend about eighty five bucks. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, I do spend a lot of money in an arcade game every month. I play Halo Fire Team Raven. And I spend like twenty bucks on it because my son he loves sitting down. So when I visit him, we always sit and yeah. play it. So that I will play. Okay, fair. Because he just he just really likes it. We'll just sit there and he'll just shoot aliens with me. Oh, I I think I did that with a Jurassic Park game. I think it's a very similar kind of thing. Yeah, so. it's the same thing. Just Jurassic Park one's hard. Oh yeah, that's 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 fun. They have it at this. They have the same place. I the mall I go to. I just always play the Halo one now because I like it. <laughs> and it's geez, it's simple. But all right, uh, let's go to shelf stacker box. And Richard, why don't you go first? Well, I guess this is the first time I ever played the game. I'm surprised. I'm more. Yeah. <laughs> well, when this game came out, the only system I had that would have been possible to play it was a computer, and it was one of those one. It wasn't made for gaming. I mean, 
I still remember trying to play Aliens vs. Predator 2010 on it, and I was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just didn't blow up. <laughs> yeah, just slow. I mean, like... Uh, First thirty seconds of the game uh, of the game took about ten minutes to play out. <laughs> yeah. I can understand that. I've yeah, done that so, before. But yeah, I mean, I played. I've been playing through Tomb Raider games for a while. I've been. I mean, I did two for the show. Well, yep. I was doing two, and I rushed to finish two to, for on the show. Played through three and working through Angel of Dar- not Angel of Darkness. I haven't reached that <laughs> one yet. <laughs> Last Revelation. I'm getting close to finishing that one, but but I was also of that school that you know those those original games were the tomb raider games the original legacy right and when i i got this free off epic because i got you know even some of the people who would watch older people you know old, the older games i was actually they said it is a good game i was i was surprised at how much fun it was how addictive i mean i play I can either play with a walkthrough or without, and I did this one pretty much without a walkthrough for the main part. I only had to look up a few things to try and find certain items. I loved the collectibles. I loved the lore. The only thing I didn't necessarily enjoy was these quick time-like sections where you have to avoid getting hit or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's that era. Yeah. I mean, overall, I enjoyed the game. It was a great story. I love that it builds into this timeline with the other games. And I have not necessarily played a game on on the computer as casual as that, as this one for a while. So anytime I play a new game, I'm doing it for on my YouTube channel or an old game. (laughs) So it was fun playing this through and uh, I enjoyed it. I'm definitely putting it on the shelf. Okay. I mean, I'm not putting it on a pedestal like I would do do with Eternal Darkness. (laughs) That was a good. That is a good game. But you yeah. can never play mm-hmm. anymore because it doesn't. It will never be released. Yeah. yeah. So, what about you? What about you, Cody? Okay, so um, it's been a minute. Um, so shelf is like it's. I'm displaying this game for yes, everyone. Shelf, you really like it. Stacks in the middle. Box, you yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. So um, I think this will be the first game that I played for this show that it's going to be stack. It's not a box. It's not a, a box because that's, uh, you know, I very rarely find the negative, like full negative in anything. I can usually uh, be very, like, optimistic, even for the most trash of games, which this is not. What about Fire Ants? Can you be optimistic about Fire Ants? Oh, uh, you know what? Fire Ants. If you ever <laughs> need to strip a skull, like, let's say you find a really cool squirrel head. And you need to get the meat and like the brains and the eyeballs off of it. And you don't want to boil it. What you do is you just put that squirrel on a fire ant bed. And I mean, they will strip that thing clean in about four or five days. Just make sure to (laughs) stake it down or else like a, you know, like a possum will all like drag it away. But you will have a fresh squirrel skull that is uh, ripe for being put up on your mantle or uh, or in your child's bedroom because they love squirrel skulls. (laughs) <laughs> and so fire ants provide a valuable resource, if nothing, just for that. <laughs> so I am a very optimistic person. <laughs> um, but to me, Shelf is like, oh, my God, this is like one yeah. of the best ever. Like like when we played Alice, I said, I want to buy the poster for this game. God, we, I need to do the second one someday. Oh, yeah, dude, I am down. I am down for playing some more Alice. But um, yeah, this this game is stack. It's not bad at all. I really love playing it. I didn't remember much about it uh, coming back to it. And honestly, 
a week or two from now, I'm probably not going to remember much about it other than I just had a really fun time with it. I'm not going to recall any of the characters. I'm not going to remember many of the set pieces other than I was climbing up the really high thing and then some rocks fell and I almost died, but I didn't. (laughs) Or I was uh, going up the side of a building that had been around for 2000 years. And for some now, and for some reason it just now decided to start falling apart, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) But really it was, it was a very fun game and I absolutely loved it, but I feel like it walked so that a bunch of games after it could run. And Uh I feel like when we, you know, if I'm on the, sequel i feel like that's gonna be yeah then i feel like that's gonna be more of a shelf if my memories because i can distinctly remember things about the sequel that i didn't couldn't really do for the game okay i'm I'm excited to play rise and shadow because i've never touched either of them and i've never touched shadow too so i'm i'm actually pretty stoked for that (laughs) all right and i'll go last i'm gonna put this on the shelf i had a great time playing through this game it impressed me (laughs) Like, I remember enjoying it, but I didn't remember a lot of it, but I had a really good time playing it. It was nice to just kind of run through a game for a, for a change where I didn't need to look any walkthroughs. I didn't need to look up anything. I just played through, killed people, and kept moving and had a great time. So, going to the shelf, and so happy we got to, we played it for the show, finally. It's also supposed yeah. to be on the show many times before, but I kept not putting it on in the, end, in the final. <laughs> so I didn't want to waste the pick, but now that it's just me, I do all the picks. I'm like, well, <laughs> whatever you want to play, Mike. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, and if you want to hear more Tomb Raider, we've only done Tomb Raider 2 episode 45, like years and years ago. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. God, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I put the ga- I put that on the shelf, too, because I finally got past that level with the spiders. In it. <laughs> that game was hard, though. Oh, and Rich, where can people find you at? Oh, as I said, I've got a YouTube channel, uh, Rich Kale, where I play through old games, newer games. Fun games, scary games. I mean, I've got, I right now, I think, right now I'm working on for the channel. Let's see. Well, what's going up is uh, Tomb Raider, Last Revelation. Okay. I'm working my way through the, I think at the time this goes up, it's Sherlock Holmes, the Testament, uh, the Testament of Sherlock Holmes. I'm working through like the Indiana Jones games. I'm working through uh, Space Quest is what's going up now, but. I recently finished that in the recording, so I'm going to be start starting a new, uh, a different Sierra franchise. Working my way through Doom 64 nice. right now, and a bunch of other games. Some are, and I also I've been reading some of my old fix and putting them up on the channel as well with some newer ones. I work my way through some of the fighting games too right now. I think I'm the, right now going up is Injustice 2, the story mode. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I plan to eventually, once I get through all the, quote, fighting games I have, the story modes, I'm going to start doing the ladders so we can see all the endings there. Okay. And, Cody, where can people find you at? Uh, you can technically find me on YouTube. I've been uh, been laying very low uh, the last, uh, let's say, year, mostly because I've just been incredibly busy. But, uh, you know, if, if you want to go back, you want to see my old videos, uh, stuff that I've done, just search my name. I'll be the first thing that comes up <laughs> on YouTube under Cody Laveau. Um, other than that, uh, big announcement. Uh, I just recently discovered this is going to be a Games My Mom Found exclusive. So I hope you're at, you guys are ready for this, okay? <laughs> This is a, this is a big deal. I mean, I mean, you guys laugh. Uh, this is the official announcement that I will be running for governor of Kansas. 
But you live in Texas. Yes. Okay. So I recently, <laughs> I recently looked this up. Now the the um, the rules for Ruvin, uh, for running for the governorship of the state of Kansas are non-existent. All you have to do. <laughs> Is pay a small fee, which I have already paid. I filled everything out that I need to uh, fill out. Everything is going through currently. And this week, I should be officially considered a candidate for the governorship of the state of Kansas. You do not have to be old enough to vote. You you can be a felon. Uh, you do not actually have to live inside of the state of Kansas to run to be the governor of it. So therefore, it is hilarious to, and so I shall be running uh, for the governorship of Kansas. My official policy, Mike's already stood up. Oh, no, he was just going to catch cap. Uh, my official policy for this, it's sort of like on Friday nights back in the 90s, and your parents would give you like $20 to order pizza. Look, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You're on your own. Just just be cool, Kansas. I'm not going up there. I have no plans. <laughs> I have no plans to I've never been to Kansas. I don't want to go to to Kansas. You guys can take care of yourselves, right? So I start calling I you mean, Cody Exotic? Cody Exotic, yes. No, no. That guy is that guy is my Wario, all right? I'm a friend to every single animal, and Joe is in jail where he should be. <laughs> oh my god. If 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 my podcasts uh that I I I have been on have not gone off the rails uh like up to this point. They certainly have now. Uh you have the future governor of Kansas on your Tomb Raider episode of Games My Mom Found. I will be making the official announcement on my YouTube this week, probably around the same time that this drops. <laughs> vote for me. Any any listeners that live there, vote a an actual Texas cowboy to be the next governor of of uh, what state was I running for? Kansas, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how you win. Like what state? The Southern win? Comfort just uh, 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 just hit me. I will be learning more about your state in the incoming weeks. I even actually bought a copy of if you if you can see this Topekaopoly. You can see that. So I, I can see it, I, but nobody else. I bought it. That's going to be listening to this. I'm sorry. I bought it for seventy five percent off. You can see it there. Because uh, I am a fan of a great deal. That's that's a real thing. So I'm going to be learning more about your state through this board game. So wish so wish me luck, Kansas. You're probably going to be fine. So you don't even have to drive through Oklahoma to get to Kansas. Where we going to Texas? Gross. I'm not going to, to Oklahoma. Well, you go see Joe. Isn't he in somewhere in Oklahoma still? Yeah, I'm not visiting him. Joe <laughs> is my Wario. I've met that guy twice, and I will never meet him again. <laughs> Well, hey, remember he's innocent. He's getting out of jail any any minute now. Isn't that what he's sure. saying? He had a he 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 had a limo waiting to go for. You know, one of these days I'm going to tell you the stories about how I used how I met Joe Exotic. It's a small world doing what I do. Well, he's not that uh, far away from you. No, he's not. Uh, in the animal world, like I said, is is very very small. If you're if you're a zoo person, did you ever meet Doc Antle? I yes, I have. I will tell you that story off air. Yeah, we shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to ask those questions on air. No. Oh, I got some spicy doc animal stories. Oh, that that's is cool. not fit for air. Yeah. Uh, well, I told the Taylor Swift story last time, so yes. I will. I'll. I'll tell you about Gary Busey or something next time. <laughs> okay.
Stay tuned, folks. All right. So we will see you guys all. Oh, I should introduce what we're talking about next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about a short game, X-Men Mutant Apocalypse for Super Nintendo. Because nice. I needed something simple to play for a change. <laughs> <sighs> it's another game that I've always wanted to be on the show. So I figured, yeah, fuck it. It's going on the show. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, that's what we're talking about next week. A game that you can beat in an hour. and We'll spend more time talking about it, I'm sure. <laughs> so... I got two X-Men lovers that are going to be on that show with me who know everything about X-Men, who can just go on and on and on about X-Men. So, it'll be good. Uh, and, okay, and if you enjoyed this episode, go listen to all our other episodes. We have tons of other episodes. We cover movies, comics, games, TV show seasons. We cover all sorts of stuff. Definitely go check out our huge library of, of shows. You can find us on Podbean. Everything is on there. Otherwise, just you can find us on all your favorite podcatchers. Want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MC with me. Uh, he started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at Forty. Definitely go check him out. He does interviews, much more. That's different. There's so much more professional in this show. <laughs> That's how I put it. And want to give it. We have a Patreon for Little Star. You can go vote in our Patreon poll right now. You've decided which Spider Man, Spider Marvel movie we're going to cover. So you still have a little bit of time to go vote in that. Go do that. Little's a dollar. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hathfair. You can follow her on TikTok. And last thing I need to say is please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube with only audio, but we're there. So you won't get to see Topeka, Kansas, Monopoly oh. boards for 75% off or see my cat all in front of the computer. But yeah, you can listen to it. All right. We will see you guys guys all next time. Take it Bye, easy, everybody. guys. Bye. And it was easy. Take it twice. <laughs>